0: Really, little Real dance, yeah, little love. Got Billy. down tonight, uh, uh, I got
1: down I
0: tonight. Just, uh, uh, uh. I felt like I had my little brother back in the room, which is very confusing. This to happens me. to you a lot. Hello, hello, and welcome back to our <laughs> Disney Mania tournament presented by Meetable Podcast. I thought
2: you were gonna say our sponsor for a second there. I thought you were gonna be like, We're gonna be presented by Pepsi or uh, something like uh, that. Or are they too busy handing Kendall Jenner Pepsis to hand to police officers? I don't know.
0: Yes, we're, we're, we're handing out. <laughs> police officers to Kendall Jenner now?
2: No, Via we're Pepsi? handing tiny police officers to giant
0: cans of Pepsi. Brought to you by Kendall Jenner. Yes. Still. Okay. Um, <laughs> Either yes. way, welcome back to We um,
2: have gotten to semis, the round, the third round of the Disney Mania tournament, which in case you missed our previous, this is the Media Boat podcast by the way. Don't know if we mentioned that. He's Matt. I'm Mike. Be yes. Real podcast. Have names sometimes. Um, so if you missed our first bunch of episodes, what you've missed so far is that we've gone through a bracket, a tournament of sorts, of Disney animated classics in the Disney animated canon, um, from ranging from nineteen thirty seven Snow White all the way till last year's Moana. We have whittled down slowly this list, going through two rounds. The first round was narrative. We talked about story. Second round, we talked about music. That would be soundtrack and score of these films. We are finished with those rounds, and the remaining movies now have to face the gauntlet of legacy. Now, what we mean by legacy is a few things. Basically, it's how the film is viewed today. Now, for the older films, this basically means, do they hold up? What do they mean now in the grand scheme of things? What rides are in the theme parks? Home releases, re-releases, Anything. What are people wearing? What are people yeah. talking Merchandise. about?
0: Who dresses up cosplay cosplays? These characters. This is also
2: our t- opportunity to talk about numbers. Like, which are the box office, like all-time box office champs here? Which are the critical champs? Which? which Who won the Oscar? Who did it? And of course, <laughs> the most interesting of these, I think, of these questions, I think. Is this one of the ones you show your own children? Yes. Does it hold up quality-wise enough for you to show it to a new generation, which is the ultimate goal, I think, of Disney films?
0: Uh, that doesn't fair because I will show my child all of these. <laughs> well, yeah, you
2: will. I sure won't.
0: Um, well, you have a child in the first place. Because
2: I'm not going to have children, that's why. Um, so, I'll show my cat, my future cats, some of these, some of these films. They may enjoy them.
0: They might, oh, like, like the Aristocats?
2: Maybe my cats would like the Arista Cats. Unfortunately, that's not
0: on here. But that's been
2: eliminated. So yes, we already have eliminated several of these movies. We will be doing this the same way as we have in the past. We will be doing this in a debate format.
0: But first... Mike, give them the rules. rules. First rule, first and foremost, you cannot throw the match. No matter how hard it may look like we're not going to throw the match, Uh, you must, for the best of your ability, yes, the best of your ability, defend the movie you were given so
2: for example if i am given a real bad like a movie that i don't like at all i cannot just decide i want his movie to win because i've been assigned a movie i don't like i must still defend the movie i've been assigned which brings
0: us to uh, rule number two which is how the movies are assigned yes uh we do high card which we've already decided uh who gets what card and uh, if you want high card it means you go second in talking it's our consolation prize for, uh, for losing high card. For so th- You don't get the movie you want, but you do get first and last words. So this one went... Uh, you went first on this, and then I won, and then I won, and then you won. So we split. We split. Uh, so, yes, we'll be trading off, give or take. Yes. We'll have the
2: middle two. Uh, or, yeah, I'll have the middle 2 go first. No, yes,
0: you'll go first in the middle two, I'll go first in the... To start and end this thing, right, and so. And that brings us to rule number, no, rule number three, uh, rule number four. What? There's no rule number. I'm sorry, three. rule, rule number three. <laughs> Winner will not be determined by us. It will instead be determined by our judge, which in this case we tricked someone into from food to come and be our judge. Say hello to James. <laughs> Hi, James. There you go, our studio audience, everybody. James, say Essentially, hello.
2: all we ask from our judges, whoever it may be, is that they listen to our arguments, which we'll go into the structure of said arguments in just a moment, and determine whether or uh, what, who made the strongest argument for the movie. The goal here is to not be biased. We don't want somebody deciding what their favorite movie of the two is. Again, we ahead, jamie it this time. Yes. Go ahead, James. <laughs> so you, can
0: say, you can say hi to everyone.
2: And Matthew doesn't. And that he at least That our judge at least gives a brief description Not necessarily to the podcast but to us About why They reached their conclusion
0: That way I have, a, I have a strong position to argue Against why you chose against me
2: Or also that we can learn from our mistakes That what we're supposed to do At least that's how I've been taking it oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah Mike yeah. doesn't Take it that way Mike doesn't, no, I don't take doesn't it way. listen to that um, <laughs> I like to think of it as a little bit of um, constructive, uh, constructive criticism, criticism. so what? that way I can own my experience, which is which is yeah, which has definitely helped me over the course of this thing. I think you've become
0: a better arguer, I think, since that first round. I yeah, think I have. I think well, you have definitely. too. I think you have too. I think we both have. Uh, you more than me. I think you
2: have crutches that you lean on too many times. Oh yeah, uh, but those but crutches
0: also help me walk through and sure. get through everything. Some of them. Anyways, anyways, uh, we do have a time limit uh, that we will be going over uh, because we don't yeah. want these things to uh, run forever, forever. and forever. ever. So uh, we will have two-minute opening statements, two-minute arguments and rebuttal, two-minute closing statements, and any one-minute last remarks. James, this is where you come in. Well, let's put it in the formal question.
2: I will time us if he doesn't want to time us. If he wants to time us, we'd appreciate it. So there are three segments, essentially, and we take turns on them. The first segment, we will each have two minutes to have our opening argument. So two minutes on the clock, as soon as one of us starts talking, and when two minutes is up, we will stop talking about that opening argument. When that person is done, the other person gets to make their argument for two minutes. Once we both have a turn at two minutes, then we have two minutes for rebuttal each. This is where we get to talk about, not necessarily as a rebuttal to their argument, but more broadly, why any we don't think negatives. their movie qualifies. Yes, all
0: any and all negatives yeah. or concerns we want to bring yeah. up this is where to we bring talk. their movie down.
2: This is essentially where we talk shit on their movie. Yeah. So then once both of us have had two minutes doing that, then each of us have two minute closing arguments. Which is basically a, com- a combination of negative things and positive things because we'll need follow-ups to the rebuttals. Yes. To the rebuttals. Then after both of us have two minutes doing that, and we'll reiterate this as we go too. Um, two minutes we'll closing statements. A one minute cl- uh, uh, after the closing statements. Yes. We'll have one minute each just to have final, like, if we need to say anything. Sometimes we choose to pass this if we se- feel like we've said our piece and we don't need to wrap anything up we will pass this, but generally we'll have one extra minute per person to kind of clean up, tie everything up into a little package. After that, that is when the judge will determine what they believe to be the strongest argument and the winner, the movie moving on.
0: Yes, moving on to the final four. As we do have eight movies left.
2: Yes, so there will be four battles, each with two movies, of course. We will be defending a movie each. Yep. Winners yeah. will move on to the final four Our last final podcast
0: And our last final round Let me see here Is that correct? I believe so we have eight, I think we have eight movies Yeah we have eight movies This would be the affinity of reputation round Yes So the last four
2: here Move on to round four right? Yes What do you have for round four? Just so we know
0: uh, Round four I've written down General Just, just general attacking and worse Okay where we just attack and, and see worse. which movie? Yes.
2: So basically, my movie is better than yours because X, Y, yes. Z. Your movie is worse than mine because X, Y, Z. Yes. So this is where we can take everything into. Yes. Into.
0: Whereas this which round, you all had a hard whereas time this round is, so far. Right, whereas this round is mainly on the legacy and re- reputation and the affinity people have for this movie. Yeah. Right. So this is still positive. We haven't gotten straight negative yet. Not yet. Not yet. We're saving those for the Final Four, where things get down and dirty. But, in order to get to the Final Four, you've got to get past us. And we have our first round to do so.
2: Okay, what is our first matchup, and whose movie is whose? Alright,
0: our first matchup is, of course, the most recent movies, and probably the one people will talk about the most. Battle of the 2010s. Yes. As we have our number one seed, Moana, going up our number two seed, Frozen.
2: So, I will be defending Moana.
0: I will be defending Frozen. And Matt won since I won this
2: one, Mike will be going first. All
0: right. So when he starts speaking, he has two minutes on the clock. All right. So Frozen already has a reputation uh, going into this thing, uh, far far beyond what Moana has because, let's be honest, it's already been out longer. It's got the reputation going on it from Let It Go. That thing was freaking on the radio. People were singing that thing. People sing it at karaoke. People sing <laughs> a thing everywhere. Let It Go has become the staple of Frozen. Not only that, Disney still continues to lean heavily on Frozen in advertising. You see Frozen backpacks, Frozen food, Frozen. <laughs> I see what, what you Frozen, did there. Frozen on ice. That All right. Frozen. <laughs> Frozen on ice is a pun too. Yes, Frozen is everywhere and they are still continue to push Frozen. So much so that even when they do their winter wonderland now... They pushed Frozen there, too, by showing Elsa bringing Frozen to Disneyland and Disney California. They've done that advances. since it
2: actually, before it came out. I worked there.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> before Be- it came out. Before it came out, because it came out in November, and they're pushing Already. Frozen. Yeah, Frozen. Yes. yes. Frozen itself has become bigger than anybody could have expected, having made a billion dollars at the box office, having won the Oscar for Let It Go, having won the Oscar for Best Animated Feature. It... It also it has uh, the the I think the upper hand here by having two female protagonists in Elsa and Anna, allowing little girls growing up to choose who they want to be. Do they want to be like Elsa? Do they want to be like Anna? <laughs> and the fact that they that Disney doesn't push away from either character, well, yeah. shows how strong both characters are. I guess we're not talking about narrative here. No, we're talking about legacy here. I know. All right, the fact that you can go to a store and see Elsa dolls, Anna dolls, Olaf dolls even. Even Kristoff dolls for some reason. <laughs> uh, it's, it just shows how well Frozen has... How big Frozen has, has become.
2: Okay. Alright, so I get two minutes on the clock. Okay, so Moana is interesting to have on this list because having just come out last year and only recently on video, um, it's actually... Doesn't really have quite a legacy yet. But my argument is that it will, and fairly soon. So, whereas Frozen is only loosely uh, based on the culture um, that it describes or it's set in, <coughs> Moana fully embraces the culture that it's describing and does a pretty faithful representation of the said culture of the Pacific Islands. So, I think one thing that will follow this movie into the future is. In comparison to previous Disney attempts at reflecting a real culture, this does it so well that it will be a constant reminder to fans of Disney of how good they did a job of, of the representation. And I think it's something that you don't see in a lot of films, especially animated films, that a lot of people who aren't, don't see themselves in cinema can identify with. I think more so, I think you made a good point with the fact that there are two female leads in Frozen. But the female lead here in Moana, I feel like is not, is is a way more rare representation. It's uh, not something that's seen as common as two female leads such as in Frozen. Additionally, you have the strength of Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is hot right now, sure, but also I feel will remain a very important composer and part of music culture and theater culture in the coming years. And his legacy will be tied to this movie as well. So while I I think it is fair to say that it's too close to call with a lot of Moana, I'd say that there's a lot of elements with Moana that will stand the test of time. People will remember his name as he continues making more material. People will see themselves in the character and culture of Moana. I think that there's a lot of life to come for the movie.
0: Alright, now you get your two-minute...
2: Now I get a two-minute rebuttal oh. against Frozen. Okay, okay. So, so here's a couple of things about Frozen's legacy. So to me, Frozen's legacy is a lot now. I think it made a billion dollars, and Disney saw dollar signs in their eyes, and they did marketing bullets. I think that's why you have such a glut of frozen stuff right now. And yes, three or four years after the, the release of the film, it's still kind of everywhere. But given ten years, I don't know if that will stay. I could 100% foresee a future in which the, the, the hotness of Frozen melts it away. <coughs> Whereas people won't, because it doesn't, I don't think the songs have the staying power. I think Let It Go will be one of, those, one of those songs that yes, I think will remain in the Disney canon. But I think the vast majority, as we talked <coughs> about in the, the soundtrack re- uh, round, will not. And thus it will be less about the movie that was its vehicle than it will be about the song and Adina Menzel. I think that it's an effervescent kind of love. And I think that it will disappear uh, before, we, before we know it. And I don't think it will be canonized, even though we already think it will be just by default. I think that its 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 plot, its music, are just so in like in in the air that I don't think the legacy will be kind as kind to it as we think that it will. Um, so it's a ha- it's hot right now, but I don't think it's going to be a Disney classic. It'll be interesting to see uh, it in a in similar light to how we view Tangled now. Tangled was a hit when it first came out. It also had a big marketing blitz. But is Disney really behind it now? Is the... Not so much. There's an animated series, but I feel like that's a, tro- a shot-in-the-arm attempt, if anything. I think the general consensus on that movie is tanked, and I think so will Frozen's. Okay. Well, Mike has two minutes for his...
0: My rebuttal. rebuttal. Well, I think the exact opposite has as Frozen and specifically Anna and Elsa, or specifically Anna, has already been accepted into the Disney princess canon. She's already been, uh, Elsa and Anna have already become Disney princesses. is not gonna be a Disney princess. Moana's gonna fall short of that of that key mark, just like Lilo falls short, just like uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Atl- uh, uh, Keita from Atlantis. Falls short, <laughs> just like Brave. Even no, I think Brave actually is uh, Pixar. That's Pixar. Yeah, that's Pixar. Doesn't, Doesn't Pixar. count. Doesn't count. Yeah, it's gonna be like that. <laughs> that. It's it's also, of, her name's not Brave. But go on. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moana will fall short of being declared Disney princess, and that alone uh, says that Moana is less Disney than Frozen, because because Frozen not only hit the box office, it's got the music. It's got the stage performance. They took out Aladdin to put in a Frozen musical that people that people line up and can't even get into to see. They have that thing fast past at Disney <laughs> California Adventure. Okay, the fact that they, they advertise Frozen yearly, they can do this year round when it comes uh, time to do the Christmas thing. Uh, shows that Frozen will have more longevity than Moana, okay? Whereas Moana is sure the new hotness right now but outside of Disney's Aulani which is their Hawaiian uh, theme park Resort or Resort It's not gonna go anywhere <laughs> it's, it's clearly it's tanking right now because it didn't make the billion dollars Alright It didn't win the didn't win the Oscar and it didn't even win uh, and then it even fell to Zootopia at the Oscars, okay? make it out the same year, which we've already eliminated Zootopia. Done.
2: <laughs> okay, so two night closings. Alright, uh, uh, so first of all, uh, Moana has already been um, added to the Disney Princess canon. That has happened. I've seen oh. Moana dolls, and I've seen Moana D- Disney Princess promotional materials, so that's just straight up false. She's already in the canon they've added um, That being said, um i I, I want to go into what you 're talking about the, about the theatrical presentation. How long do you really think that the frozen show is going to be in there i don't know if it's going to have the legs that the Aladdin show did yes the aladdin show was over the, was over ten years in that place i don't know if frozen's going to last especially I can totally see and back Aladdin for for back back in because everybody's going to want that more than they want frozen I think moana's immediate underperformance if comparing to Frozen, if we're comparing to Frozen, is I think a time and place thing in a lot of ways, and I don't think it's representative of the movie's quality, I don't think it's the representative of the movie's longevity. Again, I want to reiterate that I think the amount of thi- Frozen things that are happening is because of how well it did at the box office. Moana did not have those numbers, so thus the studio's not putting as much effort right now into it that being said the movie also has only been available for home purchase for about a month i think its life is to come in home video sales i think we have yet to see how much how high those numbers get
0: and how far they'll go
2: yes how far <laughs> they'll go so i think that that this conversation is like i said at the beginning kind of a challenge because a lot of want legacy hasn't happened I think what will end up happening is that it will have longer legs because of the representation on screen, because of the reputation of Lin-Manuel Miranda. I think those things are so strong that it'll allow it will have to be frozen. You know I
0: like girls with longer legs.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, go. All right. Well, while you go ahead and live in the what if or what will be and try and predict the future. I'm gonna show you some cold hard numbers.
2: <laughs>
0: that is frozen. Cold,
2: cold hard, hard
0: facts. That, that frozen didn't make its box office. Is currently still selling new material, even after even five years out from it from its uh, re- initial release. All right, Frozen is has become what Disney wanted. Exactly what Disney wanted it to be. It wanted to make its money on the box office. And more importantly, make its money in the merchandise to where they can sell, sell, sell. I think you're wrong about it, uh, about the Hyperion Theater going back to Aladdin. I think that Frozen is here to stay because kids are hooked on Frozen now. When they grow up, they're going to have kids on their own, and they're going to get them hooked on Frozen. And so the cycle continues (laughs) for Disney.
2: Got any of you're that
0: frozen? Gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna get
2: some of that frozen. You, for are us. you saying they're gonna get addicted to that ice? Yeah. Get them hard on yeah, that ice. going to get that funny,
0: ice. Guys. <laughs> not only really that, but Frozen did something that no other um, uh, computer animated movie had done before, and that was ice fractals. Okay, people, Animation Studios will show that that whole sequence of um, of uh, Let It Go. Adina Menzel singing Let It Go. That whole sequence with the flurries, with the snow, with the ice, with the reflection, with the light. That scene will become, like like you said with Bambi and um, April Showers, the animated standard that everyone will teach. That scene is embedded in everyone's mind, so much so that when Disney put it on YouTube, it went viral. It went gangbusters. Millions of views for just that one clip, that I think sold a lot of people on Frozen. So I hear your ice
2: fractals and, this is a one minute by the way. I hear your ice fractals and raise you some frickin' water. Because that water tech in Moana I think is more impressive than any of the ice stuff in Frozen. I'm saying that right here. I know that's probably a controversial opinion. But I think it's way more impressive. Sure it didn't have a viral YouTube video, but you also have to remember the the temperature of when frozen was coming in another weather joke. Uh, I think that movie needed that YouTube video in a lot of ways because do you remember you, uh, you may not remember this but they didn't market frozen as a musical. In fact, they kept that thing that, that the fact that it was as a mu- uh, that it was a musical on the down low until its release. That YouTube v- video was two th- accomplished two things. Hey, this is a musical. And also, check out this cool stuff we can do. I think that that was a Trojan horse. That yes, you're right, got people to see that movie, but it needed it because of the context of its release. Whereas Moana was the follow-up to Frozen. They didn't need that. They didn't need something outside of the movie to prove its worth. They were like, see this movie on its own, uh, on its own, and see what it can show you. So I think that both of those are negated by the fact that Moana exists. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, you're forgetting that one. They had to bring in Lin Manuel Miranda, who was hot. Have
2: to they chose
0: to off Hamilton <laughs> to bring the soundtrack for Moana. Not only that, they got Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson, aka the steroids of the movie universe, right now. You bring him into any movie, you're gonna make money. They brought in. They knew Moana was gonna fail, so they brought in <laughs> the music. They brought in the talent. They brought in. I don't know John why he's Musker so cruel. He doesn't have
2: to be so cruel.
0: They brought in so many people to help this thing not fail. That 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 Moana is just currently right where it's at, floating on by.
2: <laughs>
0: Whereas Frozen, sure they may have marketed it as not a musical, but guess what? People fell in love with it anyways. People went to go see it. People went back to the theaters to see it. It got itself a re-release already in the short time that it's been, that that was in the theaters. Then came out. All right, Frozen is everywhere. You cannot escape it. You will not escape it. Frozen is here to stay. Done.
2: Okay, so that ends that. (laughs) Now there has to be determining. They have. You have to determine it. Yes,
0: you have to tell us who won, Frozen or Moana. He doesn't have to say it to the back Moana. You have to. You have to say why though. Why? Uh,
1: He just presented a better, better argument. But why? Um. I liked how you said that it fit in with the culture that it was. It was truly a Hawaiian movie. You haven't seen that since the likes of Aladdin.
0: Lilo and Stitch. And <laughs> you haven't seen Lilo and Stitch, I guess we got the perfect person for this. <laughs> this
1: is why you wanted me to judge I guess so. Yes, this is why I wanted to judge. Oh, um, there. I don't know. You just, you had some really solid points as far as we don't know what Moana's going to. Yeah. We kind of know that Frozen has came, it's at its peak. It's kind of sitting on its, you know, accomplishments. And who knows what will replace it in three, five years of this and that. Sure, it's packed now, but it may not always be. I mean, Aladdin was, what you guys say, for 10 years? Yeah. Over, I'm estimating. I actually don't know. Yeah, either. we don't know. Don't know that Milan <laughs> is not just sitting on the sideline waiting to take over. And I just thought you had, you were better factual you want his punny? <laughs> There's
0: nothing wrong with that. I think you just
1: offended Mike.
0: Good job. You're going to say, wow,
2: finally a judge that calls him out on all of this stuff. <laughs> There's nothing wrong see, with being punny. We
1: don't call him, we know it and
0: we, did, we we minus points for it, but we don't call him on it. Wait, I get minus points, points for my <laughs> punny? <points and then? laughs> I thought it was being runny. it comes out. Well, was being relevant.
2: <laughs> All right, well, so that means Milana moves oh, good on good upsetting Frozen. Which well, I'm
0: no, 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 no not upsetting Frozen because Frozen was number two. That being
2: said, I really thought Frozen was
0: going to take this easy. Yeah, well, like we said, Frozen had the easier argument. Milana, moving on to the fourth round. Yeah. And we move on next battle. And we the move on battle. to our next battle, uh, where we have... Going backwards in time. We have another great debate here. Okay, what's this one? This, this one. is... Pocahontas versus the Lion King.
2: Okay, we're mid '90s battle.
0: Yes. both There.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: So,
2: don't be biased, but at least you have more of a knowledge, so you can call us out on BS.
0: Yes. Two minutes. <laughs> uh, and um, you I won this won battle, this one, so I get so to you go get first. go first. Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes for your opening arguments. Okay, so.
2: First things first. Pocahontas was designed from the ground up to be the next prestige vehicle at the Disney Animation Studios. It was their follow up to Aladdin in sense of scope, scale, and well, like I said, prestige. It was the next thing that all the big animators were working on and it shows. The Thing is an animation tour de force. It is a music tour de force. It's a fantastic piece of work. And I think that its soundtrack may be the strongest soundtrack they've ever released. So all of this wraps into a package that I think that is a timeless package. I think that it also has the prestige of winning both the Best Score and Best Original Song Academy Awards that year. Which is also something that had only been done a couple of times previous with a Disney animated feature oh, So it's got, the, it's got the awards to show it Additionally, it has the, the, the talent of two of the most prestigious um, uh, songwriting work uh, People at the studio, I mean, Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz Who I mentioned profusely in the soundtrack uh soundtrack section. Stephen Schwartz of course being more famous for now for Wicked. I think that his name attached to the pro- project also gives it that timeless appeal. I also think it's one of the strongest stories in the Disney canon. I think it's something that does hold up in uh, future retellings. It's structurally more similar to the uh, to the, a traditional Broadway structure, which I think makes it an easier sell, I guess. A better a better constructed film.
0: Funny enough you say that this is a set of a Broadway structure because guess which one of these movies actually went to Broadway and is currently staying on Broadway? Oh, that's right. The Lion King. Because of its soundtrack. From the first note, like I said, in the music round, when you see that sun rising high at the safari sky. <laughs> it... The soundtrack blazes into you, okay? Yeah. The soundtrack for that score by Elton John is perfectly, okay? You said that all the animators wanted to work on Pocahontas. Guess what, Lion King had. Lion King had the B team, and guess what they did? They turned the the B team turned in a grade A effort. They knocked the Lion King out of the park, not only with the musical number, not only with it being the highest grossing anim hand-drawn animated Disney feature. Period. No animated hand-drawn feature for Disney has surpassed it, and it will not be surpassed. Ever. (laughs) That's how good The Lion King did at the box office. Did so good that it got a 3D re-release to put it over a billion dollars. Did Pocahontas get that release? No, it didn't. It was scheduled. Ah, it didn't. But they (laughs) cancelled it. The Lion King even goes so far as to have plenty of merchandise in its parks, not only for Simba, but for Mufasa, and speaking of Mufasa, James Earl Jones, the voice of Mufasa, is known for two, well, three things, voicing Darth Vader, (laughs) voicing the voices, being the voice of CNN, (laughs) and being the voice of Mufasa, that (laughs) booming voice. You can say Bufasa. Bufasa. And, <laughs> and you know you're talking about James Earl Jones. And you're talking about The Lion King. You can say Hakuna Matana to anyone. And you know that's referencing The Lion King. Okay? Even the love song. Can you feel the love tonight? Played at weddings I've been to. Okay? That, the, everything. Okay. Alright, that's time.
2: Okay.
0: Alright, your rebuttal. Alright, my rebuttal. Everything that The Lion King is and became is what Pocahontas wanted to do but failed to do. Pocahontas is rarely seen in the Disney theme park. Pocahontas is rarely accounted for as a Disney princess. I don't even think Pocahontas is considered a Disney princess. She is. She's she, canon. she is. She is. She yeah. is. She canon? is. She's canon? She's canon. Okay. See, that, that, that's, how, <laughs> that's how iffy that movie is, okay? That movie came and it went. And it stuck somewhere in between this lore of post Lion King and Pre Tarzan where movies started to where these movies started to, as you say, take kind of a down kilter. It's in this weird era of, yes it was good, but it was no Lion King. As the Lion King continued to go on and outsell. Um you'd uh even uh the even the, the soundtrack for Pocahontas doesn't hold up to hold a candle to The Lion King, all right? When they when the Disney, Disney <laughs> Parade, The Lion King, is one of uh, Simba on Pride Rock is one of the most pictures taken, as as done by by a Disney consult. Um, for the parade, people love The Lion King, people. I'm not saying that people don't like Pocahontas, I'm just saying that compared between the two. People will choose the Lion King over Pocahontas nine times out of (laughs) ten. You being the one exception. (laughs) Last time. Oh, it's not time. Um, I can't... I mean... Hey,
1: what do I do with
0: the extra time? What do I do with the extra time? I said praise Lion King. Just raise it to the roof. Just put it over.
2: That was supposed to be your rebuttal, but all right. Yeah. Um, okay, so my rebuttal, this is a movie that has a bunch of numbers that you can throw at me, and uh, you can throw at me a bunch of merchandise sales. But that's where it ends for me. I think that the, the cultural um, look of this thing, I think, is not as strong as you think it is. I think thematically... I think the, the, modern, the modern version of this tale is so different than it was back in 1994 upon its original release that there is a remake, a live-action remake, scheduled to premiere that will likely change a lot of the plot elements. This thing is straight-up Hamlet. And I think a lot of uh, parents may probably know that. I don't think this is something that I would, if I did choose to have children, show my children at a young age. Whereas I think Pocahontas has a more nuanced take, has a more nuanced take on the kind of story it's trying to tell than the outright heavy-handedness of Lion King. I think also structurally, I think that just as a work, if you compare the two of them as animated musicals, I think time will tell that one is put together better than the other. I want to go into kind of the history lesson you're giving us about this B team, the supposed B- team. That's not exactly right. It was more. It's a little different from that. Yes, the major animators were put on Pocahontas. That was the pres- looked at as the prestige project. But some, but a switch changed at some point when studio head Jeffrey Katzenberg basically started treating Lion King at his, as his brainchild. When he kind of adopted the product, people were then imported from <coughs> Pocahontas onto Lion King. So when things shook out. By the time of Lion King's release, give or take, they still had the same quality of animators working on them.
0: Time. You did what you were going to say, were you? Okay. Alright, well... Okay, so the reason I... Okay. The reason I ran out of things to say about Pocahontas is because there's not a lot to say about Pocahontas. You don't see... you Go, go, to, go to Disney toy stores. You don't see a lot of Pocahontas dolls, you don't see a lot of Pocahontas on t-shirts, you don't see a lot of Pocahontas necklaces. What you do see are Lion King everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Lion King stuffed animals, Lion King on t-shirts, Lion King necklaces. This is the legacy that the Lion King has brought us to where some tw- some 15 years later, 20 years out, the Lion King is still thought of and looked back as a great movie that it that it continues to to be a hot seller for Disney. They're not going to get rid of Lion King stuff. Okay? They're not going to get rid of 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 selling the t- the t-shirts, the Hakuna Matatas, the 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 Simbas, the Nalas, the Mufasas. <laughs> all right? You're naming every character in this movie. Because every character means something to people. All right? Even they were freaking Zazu's, okay? <laughs> See, Zazu means something to people. All right? Whereas if you say John Smith, that could be anything. And literally John Smith could mean anything. (laughs) All right? Pocahontas. Oh, she's the girl from history. Not, oh, the Disney animated movie Pocahontas. Okay? Kokomo. Right over people's heads. Okay? (laughs) Miko. Right over people's heads. Kokuom. Kokuom.
2: Kokomo is the place the Beach Boys want to take you.
0: Uh. <laughs> <All right. laughs> There's, Pocahontas, okay, even Pocahontas is bad guy. I have to stop and think because his name's Radcliffe, okay, which isn't a rad name, but Radcliffe, <laughs> whereas Scar, instant bad name. You know that guy's a bad guy. People have an affinity for Scar.
2: Okay, so now yeah, my two minutes. Ah, uh, where do we even? Back up. So, again, you point out the, the, the merchandise and the re-releases. Let's talk, let's walk down a lane of, of the, the spin-offs that The Lion King has seen. Yes, I will give you the stage show as the exception to the rule. Because it was, it was, it was well done. And it is still running in all sorts of ways and it did win the, to- win the Tony for Best Musical. You have me there. I will give you the stage adaptation. However, think about everything else. Keep in mind, there has been two television shows. Two television shows. One that's currently running based on characters from The Lion King. And both were terrible. Remember the Timon and Pumbaa animated show? Yeah, I do. It's not great. Affinity right there. The thing is not held up. Number two, the, the currently running The Lion Guard, which is literally for kids. Yeah. Literally, literally for kids. Oh, babies. I know. It's not great. Also, the direct to video, the three direct-to-video sequels. Or two. Two direct to video sequels. Lion King 2, Semba's Pride. That's actually a really good movie. No, it's not. Yeah. I've seen it. It's terrible. And The Lion King <laughs> 1 and a Half. That's hilarious. Which is not also not good, but also made worse because it's the retelling of the same story from the perspective of Timon and Pumba. But it's hilarious. What I'm saying is is that this is not a legacy this is not a legacy make is you're basically showing the kids, it's like, oh yeah, we're just going to sweep away half of the films made on this franchise under the rug and not tell you about them. It's not how you want to appre- approach a franchise. Polkans did have a directed video sequel as well. However, just one. Just the one. It did not have any television series. It's because it didn't need it. The legacy of that movie is the movie. It's not necessarily all this extra world building that isn't necessary to do for the world of Lion King. The things that have been most successful with the Lion King, are the Lion King.
0: And it, one minute. Yeah. And it was so successful that it did get a sequel, and then a sequel and a half. <laughs> and Then it did get its own TV show, and a TV show currently because guess what? The animated front TV show grew up with the affinity for the Lion King that they wanted to make a Lion King TV series. Where's the Pocahontas TV series? Yes, Pocahontas had its sequel, <laughs> but we're, but that was just to make sure that people knew Pocahontas ended up with John Rolfe instead of John Smith. It was also to show uh, England and, and uh, uh, the Americas and England-Victorian era, alright? The reason, everything that you said that was supposed to be negative about The I was looking at like... What, what do you mean? That's a positive. Yeah, they did more with it because they could do more. Because they wanted to do more. Because people wanted more. People wanted more Lion King. So Disney gave them more Lion King. People were not wanting more Pocahontas, so Disney gave them a one-off shoot and said that's it, we're done, we're going to move on to something else.
2: Yes, we are. We're going to move on. I want to uh, use my minute to talk about something that you keep repeating, which is, oh, well, it has. it's memorable from this generation. I would, I would like to argue that a lot of the films from that era of Disney animation are memorable to this generation. I think that the same person who will remember a lot of the characters from The Lion King and a lot of the songs from The Lion King will also remember the characters and songs from Pocahontas. I would say that there was a zeitgeist there, you're correct, where our generation, especially people around our age, have a place in their heart. But I think they have a place in their heart for more than one movie. More than one movie. It's not just The Lion King's legacy we're talking about. It's the legacy of all these films. And I think the structure of the movie is better, and I think it will stand the test of time. I think in 20 years, if people are comparing them as Phil, I think the legacy of Pocahontas is easier to defend than the the structure of The Lion King, regardless of all the spinoffs and things that have appeared in its likeness. Done. All right. Mike, I am disappointed in you.
1: I know!
0: But... You
1: had the trump
2: card that you didn't use. The entire not card. once.
0: What the Lion King death I scene? I should have easily
2: lost this.
0: But the Lion King death scene?
2: No, no. Well, Pocahontas' representation of its culture. I was expecting you to bring that up. You could have had this in a second if you had made that argument. <laughs> but it's not up to us. Also, since that happened post-argument, that's not part of your.
0: look What? <laughs> it's not as bad as, uh, as Peter Pan, okay?
2: No, I don't think it is either. No. no. But that being said, as a product of its time, I think in a way, *Pocahontas* is less defensible in that way.
0: No, I, thought it, was, I thought it did a fair job, though.
2: I think it did in a certain respect, but it did completely change history in a lot of key ways. And also, another thing that you that you could have mentioned is you. That, well, that's that, factually that, incorrect. No, is it critical reception? Oh. It has the lowest critical reception of all the Renaissance pictures. Really? Yes. But oh. what I'm Honest was was a divisive movie when it came out. Oh. It, it actually reviewed fairly middlewing. Divisive and decisive. Divisive. Divisive. It was very it was very take it or leave it at the time of its release. Either either reviews focused on the Movie itself and gave it high marks, or they got swept away in the representation and the historical, and panicked.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't. Really, I didn't want to focus on on the negatives. I want to focus on all the positives. <laughs> oh yeah, as opposed
1: to Frozen and Moana.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So James, James.
1: No uh, contest. Um, Lion King. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Like Mike pointed out, like. Matt pointed out, I grew up doing that time period. I can tell you one song, half of one song from Yeah. I can tell you four songs from the Lion King. It's much more well-known. It's much more iconic to yeah. those of us who grew up in that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was fighting to lose that. I knew
2: oh, I yeah. was going to lose that much. That was that, yeah. that, that, probably the, the most lopsided yeah. argument that that's, that's, you're yeah. like Yeah, Lion King has... has a legacy and yes. pocahontas doesn't Pocahontas was in my mind unfortunately kind of swept under the rug You're And right. yes. is that they like to pretend that movie didn't happen now
1: and <laughs>
2: also even though i like it a lot yeah.
1: the, the lion king you like mike it has the merchandise it has the sequels you don't get to something that big without it being incredibly popular now i'll admit i didn't know that there was a s- sequel to
0: Pocahontas.
1: But what does that mean? Yeah. That I didn't know there was a secret of Pocahontas. Pocahontas
0: yeah. yeah. 2, colon, Journey, Journey to, to the, the New the World. world. <laughs> yes, where they, they rectify everything and say, she did go to the England, she did marry John Wall, and she did die in England. Co-written
2: by one of my former professors at Cal State Fullerton, Jules Sutherland.
0: Did she? Yes. Huh. <laughs> also, Cinderella 2. See, I thought we were saying Verducci for that one. No. Virginia. Oh, that's right, she does the, uh, the Tinkerbells. Verducci <laughs> did the spinoff spin. Yeah, the, the Tinkerbells. No, bells. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, Subo did the, some of the Disney director to video yes. films. They're not good.
0: <laughs> anyway, did you watch them?
2: <laughs> Those I have not seen,
0: actually. Okay. Well, what you have seen are the next two fights, the next two movies uh, that we're going to fight for, and that is Beauty and the Beast versus The Little Mermaid. Now, okay. They take mermaid here. I no, took mermaid here. no. Uh, no. I took Mermaid here. Did you take Mermaid? I took Mermaid here. Really? Yes, I gave you Beauty and the Beast, because I know it's in your wheelhouse All here. All right, okay. All right? is my pick good... for
2: the entire bracket, by the way, It's Beauty and the Beast.
0: All right. So if it loses
2: here, it's screwed. <laughs> <laughs> my money is gone. Okay. We didn't actually bet
0: money on this No, but, but if I'm there's glad. any round that Beauty and the Beast could lose, it's going to be this one. Okay, All right. so begun. All right. So the reason I I know you begin because I, I chose. Oh, okay. Then I start. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, because I chose Little Mermaid. You 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 begin.
2: Okay. So I'm gonna get at, out ahead of your argument before you can even make it. Okay. So yes, the Disney Renaissance did start with Little Mermaid. If Little Mermaid did not exist, the rest of these films would not have happened. Arguably, the studio's animation department would have been shut down. That being said, Beauty and the Beast set such a high bar for film animation that in my opinion, I still don't think it's been reached. The legacy of this movie is a handful of things. First of all, it's the nomination for Best Picture It was the first of its kind for an animated film. The second is its legacy on, in theater, just like Lion King, and also in re-releases. Beauty of the Beast also got a 3D re-release. It also got a live action re-release this very year that has already gone on to smash box office records. It was immensely successful both box office and critically being one of the best reviewed films of 1991. In fact, its score was so important at the time and so memorable and so well done that arts critics, as I mentioned in the soundtrack episode, said it was the best thing that Broadway had created, even though it wasn't on Broadway in 1991. Not to focus too much on its release year, of course, to this day, Beauty and the Beast is recognized as a classic. When people name the best of the animated Disney canon, they'll name Beauty and the Beast easy in the top three. I think that it's the modern classic in the Disney canon. Up there with the ranks of Cinderella and Snow White. And things in the Disney parks, things in Disney merchandise, all reflect this. Belle is timeless. Beast is timeless. Castan is timeless as of a Disney villain. The songs are in the disney canon and are easily recognizable compared to the songs in other disney films of its time i think it set a bar of quality so high that it will it might not be reached
0: well you're right little Marines did (laughs) save the studio and it did set a new bar that was previously um being underutilized by like the black cauldron and the rescuers by bringing in the the Little Mermaid, okay? Little Mermaid, if you want to try to argue soundtrack, you can't. Because Little Mermaid has just as many hits as as, as, as Beauty and the Beast does. With Under the Sea. With part of your world. Alright? If you want to try to argue villains, Ursula is just as good as a bad bad guy. A villain. Because they're not a guy. Villain <laughs> as, as Gaston. Alright? King Trident is probably the dad outside of Mufasa, for a Disney... Best for a Disney, Disney dad. He's the best Disney dad. He protects his daughter. He protects his kingdom. Alright? I'd argue Princess the Frog
2: dad for this, but go on.
0: Uh, princess the Frog dad does not have a dad. Dies after the
2: first act, too. Yes.
0: But anyways. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, and Mermaid set, rekindled, the the Disney princess vibe. The Disney princess standard. Alright? Because before this, you had, like, the fox and the Ham. The uh, 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 the Jungle Book, okay, Peter Pan. You had stuff that wasn't Disney caliber, but when you read, but when you bring in, when you talk about the Little Mermaid, that's when you, that's when you realize this is the, this is what Disney can be, this is what Disney should be. So much so that Disney just put in a new ride, at Disney California Adventure for the Little Mermaid. I don't think there's a ride for Beauty and the Beast. Correct from rock. I don't think there is a ride there, anywhere there no right for, the, for Beauty and the Beast, okay? Correct. People line up for the, for this ride, okay? People love the little mermaid. Pe- couples have named their kids Ariel and Eric after the little mermaid, okay? The little mermaid has such high affinity that it that its affinity. All right. Sorry. That high that, affinity. That that's that, that, that cutting me off here. Okay, your rebuttal. All right, my rebuttal. Um, I think that if Beauty and the Beast did not have that Academy Award, it nomination nomination. <laughs> yes, nomination didn't win. If you didn't have that nomination, it wouldn't be as highly thought of as uh, you think it is. All right, as as I've said before, and I've argued this in the previous podcast, <laughs> that the story is thin. The 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 villain isn't quite the villain. That beast is such a spoiled brat that there's so many holes that they had to do the new movie in order to fix a lot of the plot holes, okay? And the reason the new movie works is partly because of everyone's affinity for it and partly because of Emma Watson. Good casting on their part. Outside of that, <laughs> this movie, outside of that, Beauty and the Beast fails everywhere else, okay? <laughs> Beauty and the Beast tried to go on Broadway, failed Little Mermaid went on Broadway. Granted, it didn't do as well either, but they both went on Broadway, so you can't even argue that they that one went on Broadway and one didn't, okay? Um, Ariel is a freaking girl's name that people still use today, alright? I know I just said that. Um, not just based on that movie, though. No. It's all right? a little unfair. The Little Mermaid, All right. people have an affinity for the Little Mermaid, alright? People wear t-shirts of the Little Mermaid, all right? Mm -hmm. They want to be part of your world, all right? That (laughs) song created such a huge Disney fervor that it even allowed Beauty and the Beast to even come into fruition. Without without the Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast would have failed, all right? It re-energized Disney as a company. It re-energized interest in animation. It re-energized what Disney Princesses could be So, yes, you're correct. It did do all of that.
2: But, Beating the Beast did all of that again. Lightning struck twice, which is something that, of course, the cliche is that nothing, that never happens. But Disney did it. 1991 was just a year and a half after the release of their, uh, Little Mermaid, and they didn't think that they would have that kind of success and quality again. And they did, right away with the same team of songwriters and animators. And I think what that proves is that they found something that worked and perfected it. Beauty and the Beast in every way I'm not going to go deep into the woods with narrative because we already had this discussion but I think in every way it does take what was done, the work that was done with, uh, with Little Mermaid and amplifies it. To the point where it made it on top 10 lists on, uh, uh, for critics in 1991. Something that in 1989 did not happen with Mermaid. Mermaid didn't have the cachet in eighty nine when it was released that Beauty and the Beast did. Beauty and the Beast has a couple of main major things that will always stay in the memories of Disney fans. One, it was the first... Movie to the animated movie to include an entire sequence with a computer animated background that dancing scene Established a new generation in animated film filmmaking if they hadn't done it. We wouldn't have modern animated films They introduced a way to interact computer animation and an animated film that made sense and work enhanced the experience (coughs) Then additionally the story itself had so much, so much, uh, so much of an impression on audiences that, in a New York Film Festival showing, they showed an unfinished, a not fully animated version of Beauty and the Beast, to Sorry. an audience, still got a standing up. Yeah, this is a uh... two minutes closing closing statements? Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah, it got that standing of because it had the cachet of what Disney could be, could be behind it. People saw Little and, uh, Little Mermaid, right? People saw what Disney could be, and so they expected more. And yeah, Disney did deliver more, but without that bar set setting that bar, you you, you, you can't you can't say it achieve more if there's nothing to achieve from. And that's what the Little Mermaid did. It set the tone for. I'd say the whole '90s renaissance of Disney animation. It set such a precedent, not only that they could bring back the musical numbers, that they could bring back the Disney princesses, but that they could also that but that they could do it better than before. That they can not only not only bring this thing out to well, essentially no buzz at all, but have such a fervor after it. That it continues to this day to be accurate, okay? People, Little Mermaid even spawned sequels. All right, the Little Mermaid Two, Mel about Melody's journey, Melody's adventure. <laughs> all right. The Little Mermaid spawned rides at Disneyland. The
2: Wait, L- Little Mermaid spawned?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, well, the Little Mermaid that. spawned a restaurant, <laughs> a high. Hide- a high class restaurant. Never mind. All right. The <laughs> Little Mermaid helped introduce the Disney Fish Cruise joke. Line. Fish joke. Yeah, Swan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yes, Little Mermaid even helped introduce the Disney Cruise Line when that thing came out. Okay. <laughs> Ursula is even considered one of the best Disney villains. That they highlight her every every October when they do the Disney the villains. That they highlight. Not just showcase, not just show briefly, but highlight Ursula. They don't do that with Gaston. Time. They don't do that with the Beast.
2: Okay. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pop a hole in your argument that the fir- first thing makes it best. You, we don't say that the first automobile created has a better legacy than the, the Model T. We say the Model T does, because it established what became the bar. That's my argument for Beauty and the Beast. Yes, I'm not saying anything bad about The Little Mermaid. It did come first, and it is an excellent movie, and it is the structure that Beauty and the Beast was built on. All I'm saying is that time has told us that one is more favored in the public consciousness than the other, and the reason is because of the bar that they set with the quality of Beauty and the Beast. I think legacy in this discussions is not all about importance. I think if you were to do this based on importance, yes, it is important that Mermaid existed. But I think as an all encompassing legacy argument, Beauty and the Beast is the one that people would choose to use your argument of the Lion King over Mermaid every time. I think that the sequels that you mentioned, first of all, and the Beast had actually, unfortunately, more sequels than your movie did. It didn't even add a short lived T V spin-off, where Bell read books to kids. It wasn't great. So that's obviously not a thing we should be comparing here because both kinda suck in that way. Lilvermaid also had a short lived television show as well, but it didn't it didn't last as long as the Aladdin one that would later succeed it. So spin offs are not necessarily the realm of either of our movies. So I want to put that off to the side now. But overall, I think that in twenty seventeen, the one people would point at to be the masterpiece of the okay. Renaissance is *Beauty and the Beast*. Okay, one minutes.
0: One minute. I think that you you may have a point that people will point to *Beauty and the Beast*, but. People will also point to The Little Mermaid. If you ask people which one had more importance, more impact, and people would point to The Little Mermaid because, yes, it did come first. It was the first introduction to a lot of people back into Disney animation. It got a lot of people back into Disney. It helped build the Disney fan base that it had once lost. All right, The Little Mermaid, even to this day, continues to grow its fan base as new people are introduced to its, to its movie, to its tale, all right? People <laughs> love tale. their music, okay? People love the music, <laughs> all right? People love its story. People love its characters. It's very memorable, all right? Sebastian being, uh, Sebastian being Jamaica is an excellent call of what makes that movie great, all right? Um.
2: But by the time Beauty and the Beast came out, they didn't need a gimmick like that. I think that a lot of the things that they did with Little Mermaid was to differentiate it from what had come from, from previ- like previous Disney movies and what was contemporary entertainment at the time. That was the first of its kind, and I don't think audiences really knew what they were getting. Whereas by the time 1991 came around, Mermaid was able to establish that base kind like, of like you were saying for, for Frozen earlier in a lot of ways. But what they did with that was they knocked it out of the park and made something that became timeless. Little Mermaid is of its time in a couple of ways, both narratively and in animation. Beauty and the Beast would set the standard for an entire decade of how animated films would look. And you can't say the same thing about Mermaid. And, yeah, I guess that's it.
0: <laughs> well, you don't have to think Sorry. about my Yeah, I don't Okay, All right. that's it That's it. That's good,
2: I like that one That was a good argument Yeah,
0: it <laughs> was actually pretty solid on both yeah. sides, I think
2: <laughs> Alright, James
0: It's hard to say negative things about either one It's really <laughs> hard, isn't it? <laughs> yes That's
2: why I didn't I was like, I'm not going to say anything really negative about Mermaid I'm
0: conflicted about this
2: one yeah, it's a tough yeah, one. Yeah. It's, this it's is, the, it, I think the argument about what came first is valid here, even though I don't really like it. I wouldn't have used it. But
0: well, well, it's what okay came first as to yeah. what, yes. what, what had the what Like I said, a- it didn't
2: exist. You know, the beast wouldn't even it was it. Also, we would have modern
1: animation probably
2: as we know it. Right. In my mind,
1: though, Little Moeick stands out more as a classic. However... Beauty and the Beast, I think, was more famous because of the love story. You got the clock, you got the candlestick, you got all those characters. Mm. However, on the flip side, you got Sebastian, you got Ursula, you got all that.
0: Um, yeah. They the a lot each other out. It's strong in a lot of Yeah, movies. they canceled each other out. It's, it's story, it's it, in, in Broadway, it's sequels. It's legacy.
1: In you're talking about everything. I don't know. I, do I, know. Want, I kind of want to go to, like, you know, shootouts, too. With um, that's technically what those final statements yeah, are Yeah, that's what for. those final statements are for. So we are kind of final statements. So yeah,
0: we, yeah. So if we
2: kept going, this would never end.
0: Yeah,
1: okay, okay. I'm going to say Little movie, but it's literally a neck and neck. Um, well, what
0: puts it over the edge, though? Yeah.
1: It, to, in my mind, it's classic Disney. It, it just... that.
0: Because it set the bar? You it, of, that that it, argument sets the little
1: just you think of Disney, and you're like, oh, Little Mummy. But it's not
2: supposed to be based on your personal thing. It's supposed to be clearly based on our, our, our arguments. Our arguments. So I don't think that's a fair it's, that's fine. It has to be something that's
1: based on something. you got a point though. Is it did set the It did come first. And I think in a way, everything that came after that.
0: <laughs> You're breaking Matt's heart here. I want a second opinion. <laughs> You're breaking Matt's heart here.
1: <laughs> However, on the flip side, <laughs> You, do you can only choose one. A good point that the computer animation. Do you need somebody to end the tie?
2: No, nah, it's actually up to James.
0: Yeah, we have to If you feel
2: like you cannot choose, it must be deferred to another judge, unless you are going with Mermaid here.
1: I can't choose. I defer to another.
0: Okay, judge.
2: <laughs> Malia, guess the difference.
1: Oh no! <laughs>
0: Sorry,
2: that's why I said James has to make that. call. Yes, James, you're supposed to make call that James. call. <laughs> So Malia, you need to from from what you heard while
1: you hate me, judging, because you think I'm biased. I mean,
2: at this point, I just want to hear an uh, an answer
0: to this. James is putting little Mermaid.
2: No, you already said you deferred to Malia. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey! Hey, Hey, he's our judge.
0: He's our judge.
2: But I already said that if he wanted to, he could defer. He chose to defer.
0: I didn't agree to those rules. I said that's not in our rules. No. Rule, rule, We also haven't
2: had two judges.
0: Rule. Judgment is, is by the judge only. Not by us. We can't coax it to another judgment. <laughs> judging is final? Yes. Judging is final. James. James. What do you choose? Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid moves on. And Matt's heart is broken. <laughs> <laughs> and the cries of a thousand Matt's everywhere. My number one scene! <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I would have from Mike. Man. You, are, see, you are biased in me going, uh.
0: I can't believe it. Yeah, I told you, if there's one round that's going to knock this thing out. It's the one that came
2: before. But guys, get ready to hear this same argument again from Mike because this one's Snow White and Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Uh, and if you thought that was bad, <laughs> this one he could argue that if this didn't exist, no would animation be- would exist. <laughs>
0: Switch he has got which? All right, he's so, got Snow White. And he's got Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Arguably the first princess versus the perfected princess. Well, we'll see. Who's up? Um, You chose Sleeping Beauty, didn't you? I did. So I'm up first. And I'm up first with Snow White. And you're right. This is the <laughs> first movie. God damn it. You are going to hear the same arguments because this did establish Disney as a whole. This... His, judge went to the bathroom that's because he's heard this argument before <laughs> alright everyone's heard this argument everyone knows what I'm talking about here Okay, Snow White has a ride at Disneyland when it first opened and still running today alright Snow White has memorable songs someday my prince will come is playing throughout that theme park hi ho hi ho is played throughout <laughs> the Disneyland. I, know, I, know. I hope I hope my prince will come someday. Yes. <laughs> In the wishing I well know. a tube we tell, I hope. Alright. <laughs> the, the, the Snow you White is about? done so well <laughs> that even all seven dwarfs are are marketed equally. Although you would say that Grumpy and Doc and Dopey are are marketed more, but still you see marketing for every character from (laughs) from Snow White. Alright? Snow White established a lot. Established princesses. Established the princess lore. Established established the fire alarm. The fire alarm. It even established the kiss. Kissing breaks the curse. Turn, turn, turn on I the back. Be short. The back. All right. Pause it. Pausing. Again, and that's recording. all. That's what Snow White is. All right, Matt. And that means okay. uh, you got your two minutes now for oh, right. uh, your Sleeping Beauty.
2: Okay. Okay, so similar to Beauty and the Beast, Sleeping Beauty kind of takes something that they had. That left on the kind of like uh, uh, had an established setup for established structure for and revitalized it. 1959 is a far cry from the last Disney animated princess feature, which was of course 1950 Cinderella. This was their way to re to reintroduce the classic fairy tale version of a Disney animated feature in the biggest most bombastic way possible, and they pulled it off into what is still, in 2017, one of the best-looking animated films ever. It is a piece of art. Every single background in that film is a painting. And I don't mean that theoretically. I mean that literally. It is an impressive thing to see, especially on the new like digital restora- restoration print that they have on Blu-ray and DVD now. It's just incredible. It's a story that is timeless, shown in the peak of hand-drawn animation i would even argue that the stuff that they were able to do with caps digitally later in the renaissance era still doesn't have that unique something that they were able to do with sleeping beauty it hit such a high bar with just quality of animation that i think that would be its entire legacy if it wasn't for disneyland and the disney company which have used iconography from the film for the brand itself the castle in disneyland when it opened in 1955 was sleeping beauty castle the reason because it was the movie that yes was in development yes this movie took a long time gestating in the studio but it was worth it in the end because that castle is emblematic of the movie and was used in the studio's logo done for decades all right two minute arguments okay my rebuttal, rebuttal. my rebuttal first yes. all right so my rebuttal is that snow white as a movie even though it was the first of its kind in a lot of ways both musically and and feature animation is not nearly the movie that sleeping beauty is in a handful of ways and thus if you had somebody maybe from a generation that's been far removed from when these were important pieces of art wouldn't be able to sit through Snow White for the life of them. The movie is horrendously slow paced <coughs> compared to Sleeping Beauty, which moves along at a pretty pretty quick clip. So just as a film, I feel like they are very, very different things. Snow White is almost like this historic piece of historical significance is a thing that was existed to be the first of its kind that exists to be a first as uh, emblematic as first of its kind but beyond that it's just been done so many times and so, uh, so many times again and better since its premiere that i think that that just the legacy of it is just as a curio at this point it's a historical piece of historical record whereas sleeping beauty is a surprisingly great movie even today decades away from its release The quality of the work and the iconography that spawned so much of what we see in Disney parks and branding goes beyond what they relegate Snow White as, which is essentially now as a piece of, like, well, this is the first one, so it's important. That's basically it now. And a wishing well in Disney parks. And that ride, which is actually kind of boring. Sure, there's no ride for Sleeping Beauty, but there's no ride for Beauty and the Beast either, to follow up on your call out for that one, because they don't need rides. It's not that kind of thing. Be- Sleeping Beauty, however, has Maleficent, which is probably oh, the right. Disney villain.
0: Trick um, your facts again, bro. There is, <laughs> bro sl- there is a Sleeping Beauty ride. Well, it's not a ride. It's a walkthrough. Yes, you walk through Sleeping Beauty's castle. That's not castle. a ride. They, 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 it's listed as a ride on the map. It's listed <laughs> as an attraction. Sleeping Beauty's castle. Yes. It's listed as an attraction. Therefore, it is an attraction.
2: It was talking about rides. All right because well, if you were going to go that way I would have also mentioned Phantasmic but go. okay.
0: keep going well um, Sleeping Beauty as I said before and I'll continue to say solely relies on magic magic helps that film magic is the cause of that film magic is the the ending of that film Magic, sir, magic 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 and that's the only good thing that Sleeping Beauty has going for it Sipping, the main character of Sipping Beauty even sleeps through the whole movie, just like I did, all right? Sure, you have Maleficent, probably the greatest Disney villain, but that's all that movie has, all right? That movie cannot hold up on one villain a, part, a piece, whereas Snow White has seven pillars that it can stand on <laughs> in The Seven Dwarfs, all right? It has Snow White, okay. It has the Evil Queen, which established this Evil Queen. It even established <laughs> magic in this universe with the mirror, mirror, all right. The magic, magic mirror. mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? I know it's Snow White, <laughs> all right. Her seven dwarves, mine, everything, all right. The prince comes and rescues her with true love's first kiss. What does Sleeping Beauty end with? True Love's Kiss. What established it? Snow White. True Love's Kiss. All right. Yes. I know i am probably reiterating myself by saying that Snow White established a lot of tropes. (laughs) But guess what? It was the first. Disney decided to make this thing the first animated feature for a reason. Okay. Two minutes.
2: Yep. Okay. So, well, first of all, um, I'm glad that you pointed out the strengths of my movie because that's correct, and you're correct. However, I'm not sure what good your argument was just listing the characters in your movie. Yes, your movie does have those characters, but really, do they matter? Not really as much. If you're talking about legacy, you're talking about what is iconic, what would say to a person today at Disney. I think the songs in Snow White, yes, qualify, but that wasn't the argument you were making. The argument you were making were the characters which I don't think is I don't think is accurate I think people know of the concept of the seven dwarves but ask anybody to name all seven dwarves and they'll guaranteed miss bashful every single time
1: yep.
2: <gasps> I know it's depressing but it's true whereas Maleficent is an icon they made that movie Maleficent with freaking Angelina Jolie they haven't remade Snow White and that's a perfect segue to the next point I wanted to make Try explaining to a child in 2017 what it really means to be the fairest of them all. Why her name is Snow White. It might be harder than you think it is to not go into some maybe tricky territory with what it matters. Why she's white, or what, or why she's white matters in the story. I think it treads some tricky ground now, and I think a lot of the stuff in the fairy tale Snow White not just exclusively blaming the movie here, because obviously this is in the original material as well, maybe doesn't hold up. And I think that is a tricky thing to dis- describe nowadays. Most of Sleeping Beauty*, however, doesn't fall to that kind of criticism. I think that it, 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 besides some of the iffy stuff about female empowerment, but both have that problem. So that's also kind of null and void here. But I think culturally, we are a different people than we were when that thing came out. Wow. Right.
0: Oh. you get your my two minutes all right my two minutes here okay so um snow white was first and it is more iconic i think even in build standards compared to maleficent when pe- when maleficent uh, curses the spindle wheel it's just a spindle wheel try explaining that to someone what what's the significance of a spindle wheel is today? Okay. Whereas Snow White was an apple, an ordinary apple, and guess what? They still use that apple today. You go to you go to you go to Disneyland, <laughs> and there are still there, are, there apples. are still apples. It still signifies villainy. It takes something as innocent as an apple and make it as sinister as the Sleeping Dead. All right, and that's for your argument, and as for the dwarves. Sure, people may miss bashful, but guess what? Six out of seven ain't bad. (laughs) Try to name the three fairies from Sleeping Beauty. You can't even get one, can you? Can you? No. Merryweather. Okay, maybe one. One out of three, okay?
2: Flora and Fauna. Yeah,
0: Flora, Fauna, Yes, yes. I ain't know them,
2: but ask anybody else, you're probably right.
0: Yes, ask anyone else, and they're going to (laughs) falter on three. All right, there are only three fairies. Four, if you want to but three fairies, and they can't even name three. Shame whereas, scary. whereas Sleeping, whereas, uh, Snow White, and the Seven Dwarfs, the Seven Dwarfs are significant. That's why they say the Seven Dwarfs. All right, this, the uh, the legacy of the apple. All right, the legacy of the of the villain, the legacy of the dwarfs, the legacy of Snow White, all relegates back to it being the first back to people seeing it as the first as the establishment of Disney and the Disney brand. Sure, Steamboat Willie probably established Mickey Mouse and Disney, but when you talk about animated feature films, people always know Snow White came first. Okay, one minute. minute. Okay.
2: So again, yes, I get it. It was the first feature-length animated film. We understand that. That does not mean however that it has a legacy that matters as much as what came after it legacy does not involve just as i mentioned with little mermaid does not involve just what set a set the establishment just set what a thing can be the later movies i would argue are more important because they showed what it could be what it could possibly the the heights that it could reach sleepy beauty is an artistic triumph it is something that has become Icon, like become icons for the Disney brand as a whole, more so than Snow White. I think that perhaps if Snow White had been maybe received differently as it aged, aged more gracefully, I guess you could say, probably would have been iconi- like it used in the same iconographic way. But it wasn't because it hasn't because quality-wise, that thing is trapped in its time.
1: Yeah.
2: you one minute.
0: Do I need my one minute?
2: You. Oh yeah, we didn't mention this, but we are allowed to waive the one minutes if we don't think we need them. So are you waving are your you one waving minute?
0: Waving your one minute. Um. Let's see. Do I need your one minute? No, 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 no. I'll take it. I'll take it one minute. All right. Um. When people dress, think of Disney. They think Snow White. They don't think Sleeping Beauty. When they think Disney villains, they'll think Maleficent. Sure, I'll give you that. But that's it. That's all that movie has going for it. When they remade the movie, they had to go the villain route because the story of Sleeping Beauty is so boring that it literally puts them to sleep. Okay? Um, Sleeping Beauty, artistically, sure, has its merits. But story-wise, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't hold up to this day and age. Um... Whereas Snow White, everyone knows the story of Snow White. everyone knows that it it's the first everyone knows it's the establishment and without a strong base you can't have an empire. And that's what Snow White did. Snow White gave it gave Disney the foundation to build and to create animated movies. Um.
2: All right James. All right James
1: Again, not really contest here. Um snow white. Because it is Disney. It is just so like you said, it established is it, it is though. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, the songs I will give you. The song but Where I, is the rest of it? You can ask anybody. <laughs> give me four, give me five of the seven fours and they're gonna nail it. Yeah. You know it.
0: There's, there's also, one. how
1: much of that is the fairy tale?
0: What do you mean the fairy tale?
2: How much is that the fairy tale? The
0: fairy like tale's that. fault? No.
2: Like, how much of what you are holding in such high regard?
0: Oh, none of the story. <laughs> well, okay. <I'm> <laughs> We're not dealing with story. We I'm already did the story Theoretically,
2: battle. is how much of this sudden love that you guys have for Snow White out of nowhere um, is
0: actually from
2: what Snow White
0: is. Oh, no, it's just from me having to argue for Snow White. I think City of the Beast was a better movie. <laughs> and uh, yes, Beauty and the Beast probably should have won. But as as, as we are told, we we're supposed to argue for our own movie. I know, we given. But
2: I just don't think it's a fair. I don't think it's. whatever. I'm not the judge. Keep and fair, I know you're not the judge.
0: judge. But James <laughs> is the judge. James <laughs> chose Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And that wraps up this. Uh, uh, show the uh, boat with Matt um, uh, 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 limping, I guess you could say. Heartbreaking. All my picks. All my picks. Uh, so, well, we, have, we have Moana.
2: That's not even really what I might <laughs> wanted in
0: that category.
2: If you recall,
0: <laughs> that was only because I liked it more than Tangled and Frozen. <laughs> so, moving we on, we have Moana, The Lion King, The Little Mermaid, and Snow
2: White. I guess Mermaid's my pick now. Jeez. What happened?
0: What happened was... Man. Somewhere was that uh, <laughs> argument for Little Mermaid establishing uh, being out of Beauty and the Beast. Winning. I hate that argument. I know you do. But Matt, here's how In anything. For me. Hey, here's how it goes for me, though. That I would put it as Little Mermaid established. If you made you, that argument,
2: everybody would be walking around in frickin' grocery bags for clothes. Yeah. It's I, like, oh, well, early man only wore these loincloths. So we don't really need any clothes that came after it.
0: We, we really don't, actually. Societal standards say that we need to have graphic design t-shirts. Yes, and how stuff societal standards evolve?
2: Keyword evolve? Yeah. Because things got better. When you iterate on concepts, things improve and become the new thing.
0: Yeah, just like the Little Mermaid ride is the new thing. We'll be right Well, then we'll talk. It doesn't need Until a then, ride. you can listen to us. <laughs> so yeah, that will wrap it for the
2: third. Uh, we need to recap the winners. Here. I just did. Okay, and then we
0: also need to talk about round four. Uh, round four. Final four. Uh, final four. So between Moana, The Lion King, Little Mermaid, and Snow White, round four will be limited to the attacking and the detriment and bringing down these movies. So as much as we just brought them up. Next round will be about tearing them down and just basically spewing spit about how terrible they are, and the least terrible will get through. I guess. I don't know. We may change that up, but for now, that's what I have put down. Um, I we actually are in the final four films. Uh, I have no uh, limit as to who's gonna battle who actually. Okay. Because according to this, it should be Moana versus Snow White and Little Marie versus Lion King. Or we could switch it up. Or we could just do a four ra- 14 round robin where we just argue all films.
2: I think you're right about switching it up. I think we should match them to... Lion King to
0: Moana and Little Memory to Snow White? Yes.
2: Because that way then you can't use the it came first argument. No, it was that void because... The both of them came first. It would, be, it would be a fair argument, I don't think, if all that right. was the case, if it was that again. Because we just had that. Yeah. We don't need to have that again. I think it's more fair to have the firsts against each other and the perfection... The perfections? The later versions of the same structure. The, all right. I think that's a more interesting debate than just have one of us just sit here being, well, it was
0: first... Well, it was first. That's why we put it at number one. I know. <laughs> okay, and with it's that, um, we'll put that up uh, sometime later this week. Or if it's up right now and you're listening to this in the future, you can uh, catch uh, the Final Four debate right now. Bye. <laughs>